One day my concussion syndrome will kick in. <laughs> but it will not be today. You gotta start hitting yourself on the head. No! I hit myself on the cheek. There's the difference. It's the cheek is literally your head. Oh god, Ross is trying to cue us in now. I don't think it works as well as he thinks he does. I like musical Ross. Musical Ross needs a bit of work. Boys. What? It's, take, it's taken three fucking weeks. It's taken, what, 13, 14 motherfucking hours. But here we are. We have made it to the first White Claw free episode. Thank God! Of the Vinch Picture Podcast. <laughs> Since before we started the the uh, Lord of the Rings special, dude, I was thinking about White Claw this week. No, literally. None do you of know it. how many other fucking like things they're doing with White Claw? They've got yes, and it's all fucking dumb. Let's get it on is to all the fucking dumb. Part of this idea it was White Claw of talking about a me- uh, talking about a fucking perfect movie. It was White Claw. It was low carb, no carb, gluten free, good for people on diets, whatever. It was refreshing, hydrating, perhaps. Now they have they don't iced sponsor tea, this, claw. Caleb. Why are we giving them? Amazon? They have juice in the white I claw. Have continuously blasphemed and it's going to come full fucking... circle, and it's no, no. longer going to be seltzer. It's going to no. be a canned cocktail. Cool, it, neat. It, it, you know who's done it before? Everyone else. You know who's been doing it better? <laughs> we're losing else. the beauty that was the seltzer. It's, Fuck it's the being seltzer. diluted. It's a terrible with... fucking like simple like vodka sprite mix that they just fucked up. No, no, no sprite. It's a it's seltzer. Not... No, it's, but seltzer. Day, it's the same it's... fucking thing. No, sprite, sprite, and, yeah, sprite, sprite and seltzer are very, very different. I know seltzer... they're different. To... Fuck all of you. It's the same Although fucking I would shit. Say... It's all carbonated. It's all fucking terrible tasting. It's the it's BPP Lord terrible. of the Rings finale. Bum, 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 yeah, bum, not sponsored by White Claw. Fuck yourselves. Welcome to the Bench Picture Podcast, the podcast where each week the three of us are going to watch one movie that won Best Picture of the Oscars in a completely random order. I am White Claw Enjoyer. You! <laughs> you absolute... What flavor you, you got you today? You've planned this. You've planned Mango. this. You've planned oh, this. Yeah, I fucking I'm planned looking, this. I'm, no, I'm not, not you. Him. Him. I'm looking at Caleb. You two have planned this. You two have I, this. No, I knew I nothing know. about the White know. Claw. I, I did enjoy some White Claw iced teas by the pool this afternoon. It was pretty nice. I am Ross Benbenek. I am one of your co-hosts, Ross Benbenek, here to remind you that this delightful podcast is brought to you in part by the delightful beverage known as White Claw. My co-hosts are... <laughs> <laughs> Caleb Weed. Dylan Bateson, a.k.a. the angriest boy, a.k.a. the motherfucker who hates White Claws, a.k.a. support your local drinking establishments, 1205, Upland, Fuck Sun King, um, uh, Those are very, very local. Uh, Those are incredibly local. Yeah. To you, local is relative uh, to the listener. Says the man who, uh, who, in our group chat, almost weekly says, God, I need a dragonfly. Yeah, you do, you do say true. that quite I do, a bit. I do enjoy the upland dragonflies, but those are only very one. You can get them in one spot. I can't get them here. You got to send me some. You got to send me some. Um, I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll we'll send, send you, you warm mail. beer that probably will break in the mail. But I'll put it in the fridge when it gets here. Chill. <laughs> no, it'll break in the, the mail. Then you'll have it. to drink it through <laughs> the box. You'll like put a straw through <laughs> beer. Drain it. There's some glass in there. Oh, Just my get a throat. soggy cardboard in the mail. Boys, we are back on Best Picture Winners. Yes, this is our first Best Picture winner since no. Shape of Water was our last one we did, Yeah, right? yeah, and then we've been on this no. giant well, like, tangent. Okay, here's the thing. It's, it is pseudo-follows what we do and all that here, but at the same time, when we Wait, say, what? nah, one through ten is Return of the King, it kind of defeats the purpose. No. So One through ten, what are you talking about? No, because I rolled the dice last week and I only had a oh. D10. So, and one through ten, we're all Return of the King. Oh, that's you right. don't remember um, this, Caleb, do you? No, I do now. We were, but we've already we already committed. Yeah, and we're doing so. The, it's the special. Yes. So, for those of you who have not listened to our first two episodes of the Lord of the Rings special, um, at the end of our Shape of the Water, at the end of our Shape of Water episode, we rolled Schindler's List. And Shape none of, of the us, Water. 
Yeah, none of us were kind of in the right emotional space to be watching Schindler's List, so right. we decided to watch all three Lord of the Rings movies and talk about them. Um, and here we are in part three, so if, if you haven't listened to the first two parts, go ahead and listen My to My question is, why are we explaining it now? It's a, it's it, it's just to, you know, <laughs> refresh people's memories. Part. No! If they're already yes. here, they're here to listen to it. They're here to listen to it in every other way. Okay, so are we going to fucking talk about Return of the King, the first movie that's won Best Picture um, that we've talked about in almost a month? Yes, I think we should. You mean the things I've been wanting to do forever, Ross? We will have our Marvel fight. Yeah, we're going to have a Marvel fight at some point, but not today. We're going to have it now. This is me. This is Lord of the Rings. This is Lord of the Rings Return of the King. Yeah, I was going to say. Next week is my Marvel fight. No. Coming for it. No. Come for that belt. Probably not. Caleb, you want to start us off? Well, yeah, Dylan, remind me, this was your favorite of the the Lord of the Rings trilogy, correct? Yes. Very good. It was number Um, two for me. Yeah, uh, same. It was number two for me, too. Man, but it's still a 10 out of 10. I'll tell you what. Let's see. This movie starts off with a great flashback um, to the life of Schmeagle and Deagle. Poor poor Deagle. Poor Deagle, dude. He deserved better. He's in a grand total of six minutes of movie. I don't know. I always thought that scene at the beginning was really creepy. It used to scare me as a kid. Yeah, the whole strength. It's fucking terrifying. Yeah. I I ran away from it every time. I just went, nope. Nope, not watching the skip. <laughs> and Gollum's transition, or Smeagol's transition from uh, from practical effects to the oh, uh, mocap suit. Yeah, when he does the that blink. blink, and he like his, he has his eyes open, and they are Andy Serkis' eyes, and he closes them, and he opens them again, and boom, it's Gollum eyes. Yeah. Yes, it's so good. And then the rest of the movie, you, you, got, you got Frodo and Sam kind of off doing their own thing on their journey to um, Mordor. And you've got... I really like that little, your pronunciation there. You got the R's Mordor. right. Mordor. Yeah. Yeah, um, I'm I'm pretty into this shit. So you know, <laughs> we got the nerd accents. It's okay, um, and you know the the rest of the fellowship. The fellowship is fractured. It's been fractured yep. for quite some time. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, been it remains, it's been broken for a minute. It, yeah, pretty much for instance, since since the end of the first film. But um, yes, there's a bunch of things going on, and I, I love the way this movie ties Leo. We got cat interference, cat feline interference. Time out. No timeout. We just keep talking for a while. I think I lucked out. My cat, I think, is not in here. We'll see in 30 minutes. That is pretty lucky. Um, the way that this film weaves between all of its different little subplot yes. lines is so well executed. Yes. So let's just kind of go through real quick. So the different plot lines we are bouncing between. So we have Frodo, Sam, and Gollum. We have Aragorn, Legolas, and Gimli. We have... Um, Pippin and Gandalf, we have Mary and Theoden and Eowyn, mm-hmm. and we have Arwen, so there's five right there. And then you said Pippin and Gandalf, yeah. And then yeah. there's like sort of a, another like Faramir. Yeah, Faramir gets a little, little one. Um, Faramir has a big one. Like, well, he, even if he's unconscious for half of it. Well, Faramir's, Faramir's whole arc is tied to Pippin's a whole lot of the movie. There are just parts of Faramir where he branches off. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, well, no, but, like, at that point, it still revolves around Faramir at some point. Like, it's still his side character plot. Because he ha- mm-hmm. he's there, because, like, he's, like, quickly to the river, and, like, okay, that's where his starts, and then all that. So, obviously, we all love this movie. Yeah. What are you talking about? I, I vilely hate it. It's your favorite of the three, and you rated your least favorite of the three a ten. So yeah, it's been a ruse this entire time. I hate these movies. Naturally, Dylan ruse Bateson. Oui, oui, I am Ruseman. Um, so much like we did with the other two movies, I have a question for you. Uh, Name uh, one scene from the movie that you really, really love. And you cannot pick the same scene. So let's redoing what we do with Two Towers real quick. Okay. Um, you want me to go? Yeah, I'll I go. I don't fucking care who goes I'm going. first. Um, there's plenty for the both of us. May the best dwarf best win. And then, like, all the ghost army shows up. <laughs> One, that's great. Two, I like the banter beforehand where it's like, get off the ships, you swine. And they just, all three jump down. They're like, oh, it's just three of them. <laughs> and then it's just yeah, like, ghost army. And I'm like... Yes. And he's like, you and what army? And Aragorn's like, this army. It's so dramatic. No, what is it? It's oh. like, so shoot an arrow past his head. Make sure not to miss. Oh, that was, that's, that's before that point. I know, that's I know, but it's, it's still that same, ships. it's that same scene where you point out where it's just like, 
this army. Like, it, mm. I still love that scene where he's like, oh, okay, you've been warned. Prepare to be boarded. Uh, the pirate that got shot is yep. Peter Jackson. PJ. PJ's popped up again. Another so cameo. He, he's he's reflectively died in two of his movies, technically. Um, be, because let's be honest, he died in Two Towers. We didn't we, no, see we him, don't but have, he died. There, there, That is not confirmed. We never saw a body. We saw, like, only ten of them walk out of that keep on horseback. And one of them could have been PJ. You're no, PJ, when they got pushed back to the keep, PJ dressed up as a woman and went and hid in the caves. So wait, he did the thing from which the makes sense, movie? Which makes sense because his um, children yeah, had cameos right. in the caves. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah so his, he was just back kids, there, you know, doing dad shit. His kids, <laughs> his kids have cameos in all three movies, too, because his kids show up as hobbit children in the first one. They're in the caves in Two Towers. And in Return of the King, shit, where are they? I think they're... I think they're at the crowning. It's either that or they're in Gondor when Faramir <laughs> is crowning. riding out of the keep um, the on crowning. horseback. The crowning. I'm going to throw it at you. <laughs> I threw something at my screen just in your general direction. Saw it coming, yeah. <laughs> Dodge. So, <laughs> Caleb. Um, It is definitely... I can't carry it for you, but I can oh, carry you. You son of a bitch. On the slopes mind. of Mount Doom, when Sam picks up a debilitated Frodo and carries him for like 100 yards up the up the slide of the volcano. Ross, I knew you were so going to pick that one, so that's why I shut up. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I'm selfish. I'm a selfish bastard, so. We all know you're Sorry, a selfish Rossi bastard. Sorry, Rossi boy, you had to pick another one. But it's so good, and, and in the midst of this heroic moment where where Sam is carrying Frodo on his, literally on his back yes. up a mountain... Uh, Gollum shows back up, and uh, shit just goes down for the rest of the Herbert says. Yeah, and it's and the, the way the music swells. Yes, when mm-hmm. the Sam, strings, it's so frantic. Yes. And he can when he says, um, "Let's be rid of it. I can't carry it for you, but I can carry you." And he just and that's when the whole bum bum. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. The score is, oh my god, we could talk we about have, the score for a whole hour. We haven't really talked about Howard Shore's music um, a whole lot yet. I think, yeah, I think we touched on it a little bit in the Fellowship. Um, yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's <laughs> it's so good. Yeah, I have a playlist on my Spotify account that's literally just all three of the, like, the deluxe complete recording albums, which mm-hmm. is every fucking, like, note you hear from start to finish. Yeah, it's yeah. like 10 hours long, and if I can't find anything else to listen to, I'll just pull, put that on in the background and just relax to it. I listen to that when I write. What I yeah, we, it's uh, great for writing. I just thought of something funny. What if we played that on the road trip to your wedding? We would have crashed because we were so tired. <laughs> Dylan? Uh, Story time. Oh, pineapple, pineapple. <laughs> just bring it on back. We'll go back. That we'll bring a- it on back. The drive down to my wedding is a story for another fucking time. I didn't get fucking Watch invited. Watch the cut episode. Asshole. I'm going to try and get these assholes on here. <laughs> <laughs> when, when we come on to completely use, useless talking, I'll talk about that. Yay. That's a good cut conversation for sure. Yeah. Okay, uh, so the Howard Shore music is fantastic. We've already established that because yes. he knows how to do his job. He knows how to conduct. He knows how to write, compose, and all that. Ross still has to pick a favorite scene. Yes, oh, I yeah. got my back. Don't worry, I have a backup. Don't worry. Damn it, I thought I would have picked it. Nope. It is. There's in... a lot of good ones. There's so the whole fucking movie, really. Can I guess? Can I guess? Yeah, go for it. Take a shot. Um, I'm going to guess that it was the scene where Frodo and Sam have no. a goodbye. Ah, son no. of a bitch. <laughs> um, it is the scene in Gondor. Where Faramir is riding out to try and retake Osgiliath. Oh, and then and Denethor, sings. Yeah, Denethor is eating this meal like a disgusting madman, and Pippin sings. Um, uh, fuck, what's the name of the song? Homa's behind. Or is that, I don't know if that's the name of the song. The Edge of Night. Edge of Night. Yeah. That, uh, that that scene is crazy. Oh, Denethor looks so unhinged. And, and the uh, the tomato that he's eating, how it stains oh, the side of yes. his mouth like blood. Mm-hmm. Is that and a tomato? Way... I thought it was the chicken because it was like undercooked or something. And, like, it no, just it's out. the tomato that stains him, but the chicken's also Because he takes a bite nasty. and it trickles down his, his chin. Yeah. And, ugh, uh, like, okay. I always thought that was the chicken for some reason when I watched no, that like, film. The tomato like pops when he bites into it. That would be even more disturbing. It's, 
it's just so well, they cooked the chicken raw and the editing in that scene <laughs> oh, chicken breast like the editing in that scene cross-cutting between Pippin, mm-hmm. the close-up on Pippin's face as he's singing, yeah. and that extreme close-up on Denethor's just his mouth. Yeah. And yeah. then cross-cutting that with mm-hmm. the slow-mo of Faramir and the riders of Gondor riding towards Osgiliath. Mm-hmm. Jesus fucking Christ, mm-hmm. that scene gives me chills every time. So we've, yeah. we've watched some behind-the-scenes of this, right? Oh, of course. Definitely. You know how... Have you... So the actor who does uh, Denethor... Have John you, Noble. John Noble. Have you heard what um how his uh scene went with what when scene? he did that when he did the charge? So mm. whenever they're on that extreme close up, so he originally had a horse, right? Like everyone else in that line, when you see the Wait. establishing Wait, shot. Wait, are you of talking about Faramir or Denethor? Yeah. Fal- Faramir, Faramir, sorry. Oh, Jesus okay. Christ. No, the Faramir's thought the fa- the Faramir shot when they're all in the line yep. and all that. Yep. So we all know that like the horse didn't really like him. So when when those extreme close-ups are there, it's him on like a buggy or something, and he's like basically. I think just, I like, remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He describes it like that in the background, where it's just like I'm basically like you have everyone epic behind me, and then I'm looking like I'm having sex with a fucking saddle. I'm riding. The, I'm riding the fake horsey that you see at Meyer by the checkout counter. <laughs> That would be great it's if, the, like, they just it's got the him bull ride. It's a fair. screened him on there. Oh, my God. Uh, um, sorry about that. Sorry about the confusion, man. I mean, no, you're, you're good, bro. Here. You're you good. haven't eaten your pizza tonight yet, so I know I you're a little it. slow. It's okay. I'm you're not, way. You're not just our angriest boy. You're our hungriest boy. I will be the hangriest boy. There you go. Combine the two. Angriest boy. Fusion! Ha! HBDB. Hangriest boy. Angriest boy. Dylan um, Before we get into the performances, there is another scene that I'm really shocked none of us mentioned. I was there's really, a few. I, there's a few. I really thought like, Dylan. You gave us the option of one. Well, that's the fucking thing, Dylan. I thought you'd pick this one because you fucking love Rohan. I thought you'd pick the Battle of Pelnor Fields and that charge. I want but to charge. talk about it as a whole. Okay. As, as a whole. Immediately before that charge, when in the extended edition at least. I, I think it's extended edition only, where um, the Witch King has Yeah, that's it's, Gandalf. It's extended edition only. Yeah, when he's oh, Gandalf yeah. and Pippin cornered. Where he's like, and your he, staff is nothing, yeah, and then his he, sword he, lights up, and like the sky literally goes into his sword, and you're yeah. just like, ah! And he breaks Gandalf's staff, and he has yeah. the he has Gandalf like on his ass, and then, and then the, mm, yeah, and he flies mm-hmm. away. Why are you flying away? He didn't even go help at the charge. He helped later. Yeah. Well, it takes a while to go from up there to down there. I'm just saying, Hopefully. bad guys. In the sense won. of storytelling, it takes a long time. It does. Yeah. Yes, it's a long journey, a long flight on yeah, your Felby. Right. But no, if if you're giving me fields time to talk, yeah, the field is yours. Yay! The Pelennor okay, field. So something that's great about it is that just like one, the establishing shot of just like you only think it's a few like thousand because you see like the establishing shot of them all riding off and you're like that's not gonna be big enough but then like when you get there you figure out like people have joined them people have joined them Mm -hmm. that's long that's a long way of things i like how he's like hey man take the right flank get to the wall Mm -hmm. like ah that was great like him commanding and then the speech speech. oh my Uh, god arise arise riders of thaden shield shall be splintered sword shall be broken (laughs) a sword day a right day. day, and the sun rises. And then that chant, the chant of everybody death! screaming death. Yeah. I oh my god! It took me that... le- legitimately mm-hmm. years. It took me legitimately years to figure out what they said because I didn't look it up. I always thought it just. I thought they were saying like down or hell. I like or, this like, was when, little me. When I yeah, when I was little and I watched it, I was like, oh, they're just screaming yeah because they're excited. Yeah! But then they were screaming, like, it becomes, like, so much more metal when it's just, like, death! And you're, like, When it's all these long-haired, hairy dudes on horses charging Uh, in uh, with spears. uh, And Eowyn. And Eowyn. There's a lady there. Yes, and Eowyn, of course. Which um, also leads us to another fucking kick-ass scene between her and the Witch King. 
God, but before that, before that, I know. I we just want to. I want to spew on Pelinor Fields just a little bit more. Please let me have this. Please, I'm please, sorry. please. Um, I want to say, uh, you said there was that point where you're like, oh, it's not that many writers there. They can't do and that much. And then it crests the, the hill, and you're no, just yeah, like, there's that. It's you, you know, it's like a CG shot, but it feels like a crane shot where they raise the camera up mm-hmm. over the yeah. crest of the hill, and then you're like, oh my <laughs> god, there's a lot yeah. of those guys. Yeah. No, the other thing that's great about that shot, or like when they do the line, you you see like they're prepared. They're like, ah, put the spears up front. It'll be fine. We'll shoot them relentlessly. And right. then they're just like, uh, they're not stopping. Yeah, they're not slowly. stopping. They're not stopping. And then the line breaks, and then you just see like that wave of horse just go across the entire oh. field as and it just the- goes through all the orcs. There is one very specific shot of Carl Urban that is incredible. Dude, oh, when he does he the, throws up the when spear he, and catches it. When he's carrying the spear, like the spear is underneath his hand, and, yeah, he, and he flips goes, it hmm? and catches it so he can chuck it. Yeah. Oh my god. Badass. While he is just screaming. <laughs> the, you have so to imagine good. the energy on that day was like, we needed oh to be bloodthirsty god. goddamn warriors. Do it now. Like the, the pel- like we we gushed about Helm's Deep for forty five minutes last episode. <laughs> like I feel like we could gush for Pelinor for at least an hour. It, yeah, like I think Helm's Deep as a whole, I think works better as a full sequence. But Pelinor, well, because it's that- it's perfectly edited it's, and it's, yes. there's not a lot of cuts in Pelinor fields. Yeah, Pelinor- there's also a lot less to follow. You don't have like yes. two fronts and the castle going on and everything. No, but it does mm-hmm. get a bit difficult to follow when the elephants show up. That's what I'm saying. It's it, like Pelinor is more complicated. And yeah, Pelinor it's more complicated really... because it has these highs and lows and all that. Also, I want to smack King the King Theodred. Theodred. I'm forgetting. Theoden. 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 Thank you. Um, I'm gonna smack him upside the head because, like, giant elephant. What do we do? Form ranks. Me as the military man. What? Yeah. Why? No. Why? Why? Why charge the elephants? <laughs> no, you go around. Yeah. You flank. Go around and come from behind. Theater. Just run away from the elephants, and if they're chasing you, shoot them. Okay. <laughs> Just keep running <laughs> if away. If they're chasing you, ride faster because they have barbed wire in between their tusks. All I'm saying oh, is, Aomer proved that he knows how to take them down. Yeah. Spear. <laughs> yeah, we chucked that spear. Once Legolas showed up, it was a lot easier. Yeah, Legolas and the ghosts really kind of. I like, in the, the I like when the ghosts show up. Um, you just see in the background this one elephant be like, get off me, get off me, get off yeah. me. What the hell are those? Book nerds back. No! Hey, book nerd, what's up? Um, the uh, ghost army doesn't come to Minas Tirith in the yes. books. Where'd they yeah. go? Where'd they go? Um, they disappear after they take care of the pirates, I believe. Then so how sec- does the Pelinor end? Um, Aragorn gets human reinforcements from, from the south, right? from, like yes, Dol, from the south, Dolgoldor or whatever. Not or no, not, not Dolgoldor. Oh, that's, that's the wrong one. Is it Tolbrand? No, it's not Tolbrand. Fuck, I, I can't remember. The, the south coast. He gets of reinforcements yeah. from the south. There's yes. more Gondor than we see in this movie. Like yes. lots more. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, the and he lets the ghosts go after they killed the pirates. because. When, I'm assuming there's Gandalf more pirates than go? the six or ten ships that we saw in the movie. Yeah, it's a bigger fleet, yeah. I think. I've always thought that. Like, that's not a lot. That's not a scary number of pirates. Well, I mean, you have to if... think. A lot of them are below decks. Yeah, true. And also, like, if you're just a city in the middle of a landlocked area and you see just these massive fucking pirate ships coming on, it'd be, yeah, sc- true. be some scary shit. Well, the you also says, just go, bah. neat, get behind the walls, kids. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, from one epic battle scene to another, we <clears throat> fast forward, and we're at the Black Gate, and we get the second fucking awesome speech in this movie. Yep. Well, yeah, hold your ground, with... hold your ground, yes. sons of Gondor, sons Before of Rohan. Can we talk My about brothers. Brothers. Can we talk about the mouth of Sauron? Yes, oh because my, that, that seems perfect, and in, in, in like mm-hmm. I don't like the idea it's cut out the theatrical edition because you put it in yeah. the like if you put it in the movie edition like like it's cut out it the extended edition. Sorry, if you put it in the theatrical edition, it makes so much sense because when I watched it as a kid, I'm like, why is the sword drawn and why is there blood at the tip of it? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. There's th- there's that, and you don't understand where all this fire in Aragorn suddenly came from, and you also don't right. understand where the armor comes from. No, and even in the theatrical edition. Uh, Ga- Gandalf goes, huh, with the hand and, like, shows it off. Yeah, like, 
the, it adds context to why Aragorn is so fired up and why Merry and Pippin so, like, quickly just bolt into the battle. Yeah. yeah. Um, like, th- th- those don't happen if they don't think Frodo's dead. Right. Like, the mouth of Sauron scene, aside from just being a fucking great design and a I wish he had so master much more screen time, you welcome heir to Isildur's throne. I was bidden a token. Holy I want to fuck. present to thee. That was good. Thank that you. was really good. I also Thank like you. what is it? The um the scene where it's like it will take more than a broken reforged blade to do away with me. Flock and his head gets cut off. <laughs> yes. And he deserves like, uh, so much more screen time, man. Yeah. I wish they worked him in. And Gimli's like, more. Uh, I guess well, that, that concludes the negotiations. negotiations. Yeah. <laughs> the comic relief. Has yeah. Um, he has a he has a scene he has a little brief moment in fellowship in the books. Does he? Yes. Uh, what um, does he do a, in the? Well, in fellowship, they're at the Council of Elrond, and Gloin, Gimli's father, is recounting why he is there. Mm-hmm. It's because an emissary of Sauron has come to the Lonely Mountain, being like, "Hey, which fucking side are you on?" Yeah, yeah. And he was also like, "Oh, hey, also, if you see a Hobbit with a ring, fucking let us know." Hmm. Okay. Andrew, so he is he's he's wandering around like in the east. Yeah, yeah he's, he's just trying he's to collect delicious. allies. I'm I would bet he's the one who's like, "Hey, people, the elephants, come here." Yeah, yeah. Probably. No, the but that entire dream. scene is great just because like well one like in the middle of the battle scene you I like how like the eye is apparently the key like geographical stro- stronghold for the entire country or like continent of Mordor as it like it explodes and you Oh see- yeah, at the end when the, and the entire continent like all of Mordor just fucking like a landslide just, just like caves it just in like caves itself. in on itself. I like the shot though of the orcs going no 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 and they just go Mhm. Um that actually moves me on to something else I wanted to talk about. I think cuz the eye the roving eye I think does a really good job of adding a lot of tension to a portion of the book that's just kind of Frodo and Sam just fucking walking. Like, because in the book, it's just, there's a couple long chapters of them just meandering through Mordor and camping and going and being like, oh, shit, was that Gollum? Was that Gollum? <laughs> and avoiding orcs and shit. And just, it's, it's a little bit of a slower section of the book. And So you could just go take it out? Well, adding, adding the eye adds a lot of tension because you're like, oh, this fucking ob- omnipotent force of yeah. Sauron could see us at any moment. And if he sees us, it's over. Yeah, well, right. duh. Right. Um, so I think the Eye of Saw again, the whole fucking movie's perfect, but the last hour, hour and a half of it is just absolutely incredible. Like, the last hour, hour and a half? Yeah, last hour. I, I, fuck, I, I have no complaints about the last hour and a half. So, like. No, last... I have one minor complaint. I have one okay. minor complaint. Right. The pickets of Gondor are late! The pickets of Gondor are late! Gondor calls for aid! <laughs> yeah, I have. I'm just gonna randomly <laughs> quote. The movie <laughs> that was like hours ago, but okay. I yeah. know I'm. I'm gonna quote also, the movie somewhere. Do people just live on mountaintops next to these giant pyres? I guess so. Waiting? I feel like I feel like at some point, like you, like there had to be a time delay, obviously. But like some of them probably are just like we sleep. <sighs> they wake up. Oh yeah. shit, job. They wake Boom. up eight hours later. Like is that is that smoke? Should we light it? Well, it's yeah, a giant let's it. bonfire. Let's do it. How do we feel about it? <laughs> what if they get the mountain peaks wrong and like? Say, like, the beacon's on this one mountain, but there's a person camping on this other mountain right next to it. Oh, my God. Mixed up. It's just a regular <laughs> campfire. They just see a campfire on one of them. Like, oh, shit. Is that, the, is that our mountain? I'm sorry. It's a giant <laughs> Which one are we supposed to look at again? Bonfire, Ross. I don't think you can mistake it. Forest fire. What if there's just a, a random on a forest fire? Oh, yeah, okay. the, the, there weren't a lot of trees up there. That's true. Someone's got a screaming cat. Yeah, oh, it's upset. not me this time. <laughs> it's not me. He likes this movie too. He feels pretty passionate about it. I well, would good. like to say that this movie is actually critically overrated, says the cat. No, not mine. No, it could yeah. be your cat. My cat's a fan, so he's yeah. not a hater. Nah, my cat's seen the movies. She was very interested in it. Yeah. He my thinks he thinks that this film is meowgnificent. So get out of here. Oh, I'm sorry. Good. I'm gonna go now. Get out of here. My cat. My so, cat thinks it's perfect. 
Anyway, will, that's our show. One more, one more, and I'll quit this call right now. Okay. I will do it. Okay. Anyway, you're you listening all. to BPP. We care suck. For the production value <laughs> and Ross's poor ears who have to fucking deal with the editing. I would have fucking done it. Hey, if you're not here, it makes the editing a lot easier. Oh, you shit. Fucking... Oh, shit. <laughs> Love you, Dylan. No, you don't. Yes, I do. Dom's going to die whenever you join again. Oh, don't kill my. No. That's my DD <laughs> character. Please don't kill him. <laughs> I've got like six backups. Who gives a shit? <laughs> I was gonna say, if you don't have seventeen backups, which is just him but slightly variated, you're doing it wrong. Oh no, dude! I've got like a druid ready to go. I've oh, got... I know, I know. But pineapple, we're back into it. Yeah, yeah. We will get back to Lord of the Rings. Sorry. What the fuck is pineapple? You said it's that like code phrase. It's Dylan's code word for let's get back on topic. Yeah. Oh. Interesting. Um, so. And pineapple. Yeah. Pineapple. <laughs> um. So. A lot of thing, a lot of people that I know, and a lot of things that I've read, complain about you. The one consensus complaint about this movie that I always seem to come across is the ending. Yep. Oh, one hundred percent. I'm gonna bitch about it. Cause so Frodo and Sam destroy the ring. Yes, Frodo and Sam collapse on the rock outside yes. of on the volcano. Yes, and they pass out and yes. fade to white. Well, no, they're picked up by the eagles. And well, then they no, fade no, to white. it fades to white for just a second. They're like, oh, shit, is movie over? Nope, oh, yeah, the it does. And then the eagles come in, right? Yep, nope, here come the eagles. And then as the eagles are flying, fade to white again. And you're like, is it over now? Nope, Frodo's nope. awake. Then we go through the whole coronation. Um, and we go through, they go back to the Shire. They kind of settle back in. Sam gets married. Everything's happy. And then Frodo's like, oh, excuse me. And Frodo has this moment with Sam inside Bag End, where he's like, the book's not finished yet. I mean, they're like, oh, shit, okay, is the movie ending now? Hopefully. Nope. And then we have the whole Greyhaven scene where I fucking lose it every time I watch it. I, I cry know. every single time I watch it at that, the Greyhaven scene. And, oh, God. Frodo boards the ship. He looks mm -hmm. back. He smiles at the other hobbits. I'm getting chills just talking about it. Aww. <laughs> wasn't the wasn't the Greyhaven scene one of the first scenes they filmed? I have no like, idea. I, I, I think can't it, remember what. I think I remember it, like it was like the first scene all the hobbits filmed together. All the hobbits, yes. I think the first scene that Sam and Frodo filmed together. Actually, no, they didn't film it together. Um, so the scene where they cut back and forth between Sam and Frodo on the stairs, and they and Frodo tells Sam to go home. They filmed <laughs> one of their angles. That was the, one of the first things they shot. And one of the last things they shot was the other person's angle. Weird. Like, yeah, they shot <laughs> the one Wait, scene. what? I, I'm not I, I vaguely remember that from the making of documentaries, but either that's way. A, so that's, we, a weird, uh, pineapple. A, that's a weird ass thing to talk about. I know it I is. think it may, it may have been like reshoots or something, but, um, you know, Frodo turns back. He smiles. He gets on the boat. They sail off. We fade out real quick. Like, okay, now it's got to be over, right? No. Nope. We come back, and it, it, it's Sam coming back to Bag End, and he has, uh, he walks up, he picks up his daughter, and he says, I'm back. And then, finally ends. And then it ends. Which is the stupidest way to end a fantasy no, film. No, 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 no. Oh, shut up. None of if you. It's nah, 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 all nah, about. Nah. If you I don't give this... a fuck if it's in the book. I don't give a fuck if it's no, anything I'm like that. I'm not even arguing books. about If a book you film. watch this movie by itself, the ending feels... For it feels long. If, if you, you take into account that it is the conclusion of a fourteen-hour epic, yes, it, it's and, important to have. And also, like that. And also, ending on Sam is very important because it it is essentially being like we are move. It is important to move forward. We need to move forward and rem remember what happened. Remember the bad things. But now things are good and we can move forward happy. And I, it's it, ending on Sam was the perfect way to do it. Yeah, I agree um, with that. So my one complaint is not a complaint about the movie. It's a complaint about a certain subset of people that read the books. And are obsessed with the books. So the people who read the books. 
No, not all of them. No, 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 no. No, I'm a fucking book reader. No, 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 Okay. So, in the books, after the coronation, um, it's a whole big traveling party that goes back to the Shire. It's the Hobbits. Yeah. It's Gandalf. It's the elves. Oh, this. They go, and as they're going, everybody kind of goes their own way and, you know, fucks off and does what they need to do. Yeah. Well, as they get basically around after Isengard, they're heading, they kind of like cut south underneath Isengard and start going back north on the other side yeah. of the mountains to get back mm-hmm. to Rivendell. Yeah. Well, about half, roughly halfway, I think, not totally sure, mm-hmm. they run into Saruman on the road. Because in the book, Saruman does not die where he dies in the movie. Mm-hmm. And Saruman... Is like, oh, 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 well, things might not be the same as they were in the Shire when you get back. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's been conniving, been up to something. Yes, and then they the get back scouring, to... right? The yes, scouring of the Shire. Yeah, that's what I'm getting to. Yeah, the they, fuck the is the scouring? You've the... talked about it. I'm go- I'm getting there, Dylan. Be patient. Sorry, I get it. going. So they get back to the Shire, and it is decimated. It is now instead of the kind of idyllic little agrarian society that it was when they left, it is now a essentially an industrial wasteland that Saruman mm-hmm. has taken over, um, and he's hired essentially these mercenaries who um, lord their power over the hobbits, and it's essentially like a late, 18, late 19th century England capitalist society where the few people, the few have all the power, and they use their own hired people to essentially beat the shit out of the lower classes in order so they can keep their power. Sounds about right. Which, it, it, it's again, Tolkien being like, hey, fuck that. Shit. Yeah, it's like Tolkien being like, hey, the shit we're doing right now is really fucked, and we really shouldn't be doing this stuff. Yeah, clearly written by a man, um, you know, Who scoured by war. war. And then, yeah. Exa- yes. Yep. And um, basically, the four, you know, Frodo, Sam, Mary Pippin lead an uprising, and they expel the mercenaries, and then they find out, oh shit, Saruman's behind this, and Saruman pops out, and Wormtongue stabs him, and then the hob like there's a horde of hobbits because they've driven off the mercenaries and it's just yeah, Saruman so it's and Wormtongue. The army of the point. hobbits are there. Yes, the army of the hobbits there and like Wormtongue stabs Saruman and then the Hobbit group just goes to town on Wormtongue. Wee. Damn. So that's the, the, the scouring of the Shire. Mm-hmm. So basically if I put it in a movie tense for the movie people who watch it, the scene that they show in the fellowship where it shows yes. all the hobbits like that, that's the scouring. Essentially, yes. In the in the fellowship when Frodo looks into the mirror of Galadriel and sees the hobbit on fire in an industrial wasteland. Yes, exactly. Yeah, that's exactly where they put it. Okay. Um but there are I have seen many people complain. Why didn't they put the scouring of the Shire? Because we didn't make the movie four hours. And <laughs> well, and and I'm like, okay, that is a thirty page, that is a thirty, forty, fifty page section of the book, and I love this movie. I think it is flawless. I love yeah. the ending. I love it is four and a half hours, but doesn't it does not feel like four and a half hours? It is paced incredibly well. Imagine if they did the, that, and then they did that like in the theatrical, it would have been like four hours, and then the, the yeah. and then the extended edition would be like six. Yeah, the, yeah, the, uh, thank you, Dylan. If they had put the scouring of the Shire in this fucking movie... It would have been fucking ridiculous. It would have been... Like, I love this movie. I think it's flawless. Like I said, this is a flawless movie. It is an incredible yeah. movie. You know what this one... The, the one thing this movie doesn't fucking need? More goddamn movie. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the one thing that Return of the King does not need is more Return of the King. Yeah. So You're right. To, and it also detracts from, like, the themes that the whole series explores where yes the, like the, the because they're in the movie there's that really really poignant scene with the four hobbits in the inn and all the other and hobbits they just around sit there and they, no one recognizes them no one like acknowledges yep. them all the other hobbits are living their lives like nothing fucking happened yeah when and they ride the, back into into mm-hmm. town like all dressed up fancy and the the farmer i forget yeah. the farmer just goes eh. and he just was like oh he's conniving Hobbit kids, yeah. Yeah, but... Like, what the hell have you been up to, sort of thing? Saving your ass. In the tavern, the four of them have that moment where they just look at each other and they're like, 
We fucking did it. Yeah. Cheers. Yeah. We're back. Like that is. Such I feel like that was some symbolism scene. to World War One as well, because like they yeah. came oh, back. Oh yeah. And they. Well, no one cared. I believe. I believe Tolkien lost a lot of friends fighting in World War One. Probably. I mean, a every, lot of people died, and we yeah, don't exactly, know the extent. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. A lot of fucking people died in World War One, and Tolkien survived. And I'm pretty sure he lost some very close childhood friends. Probably. Um, PTSD sucks. Yeah, like just the way they convey so many different themes from start to finish, not just in this movie, but the series as a whole. I think they did a really good job of, you know, taking what Tolkien was saying originally in the novels Mm -hmm. and adapting what he was saying to the more modern world while also staying true to the original vision of Tolkien. Yeah, yeah. That's the entire point of going from book to movie. Like you can change mm-hmm. details, you can change things, but as long as like the the essential idea of it all is in there, that's yeah. when you know you've made the good part of the movie. And then like, it, like the same could be said for like the Harry Potter people, where it's just like they do so much in the books, but they're like they have to cut out so much too in order to get the plot across and the themes across that so many people like will turn against the movie and be like, it's a terrible adaptation that has no right to do anything. It's very delicate. You have to be very careful when you do these things. Adapting a beloved source material is always very, very itchy. Touchy. Well, yeah, because yeah. you, Touchy, you yeah. can't please everyone, and you see Dangerous. that with um, Star Wars, modern-day Star Wars. You got a lot of people who are like, I don't like it, I do like it, and then whenever some, one of the majority became louder, uh, one of the two groups became louder than the other, uh, Disney would ship alter course and then be like, ah, yeah, but well, that's that's Jedi the problem. See, that's different. No, it's not different. What we're talking about right out. now is like what we're talking about is the same idea where it's like you have this idea, you have these themes, you have all that. But if one group talks louder than the other, then it like changes course. Luckily, what we had with uh, Lord of the Rings was that this thing was filmed entirely over the course of like a year and a half to like two years. And by the time that the first movie came out, they couldn't do anything. The The audiences couldn't do anything. Or you just don't let the audiences do anything. Yeah, you just don't let the fucking... You don't you listen back. to the... You don't listen to the toxic fucking fanboys who are upset that Luke Skywalker didn't beat the shit out of people with his fucking laser sword after 30 years in isolation. Like, what the fuck? I'm gonna be mad about Rise of Skywalker and... Last, <laughs> God, fuck Rise of Skywalker. Can, can... Ross, can we take... Can, can another stretch goal be we just talk shit about the new trilogy? No, it's, I don't have a problem with the trilogy as a whole. I have a problem with Rise of Skywalker. Cause it I have fucking a problem with the trilogy the pr- as a whole. Rise of Skywalker, it, the setup going into Rise of Skywalker Pineapple. was fucking perfect. Pineapple. Okay. <laughs> um, then I think As far as adaptations go, I think the next closest thing that is ever going to come even close to Lord of the Rings is Denis Villeneuve's upcoming Dune adaptation. Let's not count the chickens before they hatch, brother. No, I'm, what I'm saying is, is expectations... Again, but that's expectation. Dude, mm-hmm. no. Lord of the Rings didn't have expectations. No, here's the thing. They Dune, were expecting a bomb. No, Lord of the Lord of the Rings was super highly anticipated because no, the source material dude. was studios, so fucking beloved. Like you have the you have the source materials, but studios, the studios like you I'm had not Weinstein talk- Company pass on it. You had like MGM pass on it. Dude, a lot of that were expecting this to bomb. Like a yeah. lot of financial investors were expecting this to bomb. I'm Honestly, not speaking I on the financial investors. I am speaking of people who loved that source material, people who loved what it's... What, like, Lord of the Rings fucking created the fantasy landscape as we know it. Dungeons and Dragons does not exist without Lord of the Rings. Harry Potter does not exist without Lord of the Rings. The Wheel of Time does not exist without Lord of the Rings existing. Like, no... No... Like, no fantasy... Like, IP... No fantasy concept of any sort, the way we know it today, does not exist without Lord of the Rings. Well, yeah, that's so no it, shit because we, it laid the groundwork for the idea no, you could do all this stupid shit. That's what I'm saying, and that's what I'm saying. Like that, the expectations laid on adapting that source material specifically are astronomically high because the standard it set is was so low. So, no, the, no, the no, expect- Ross. No, I'm not talking. You're talking from about the fucking- it from the books. You're talking about it from all this. You're talking about it from that. I'm talking about it from the movie perspective. I'm talking about that these people, the financial people, even I don't give critics. A fuck about those no, people. Ross, we have to give a fuck about this because these are the people who made the fucking movie. 
These no, people gave a shit. These I'm people... talking about the people. I'm talking about the people who are buying the tickets. The people who are buying the tickets going in to see something that they have be, that has been beloved for half a fucking century, and that's where I'm making the connection to Doom. Doom did for sci-fi what Lord of the Rings did for fantasy. So that but is the connection the, I'm making. Between but you Doom have the two the other things that happened prior to it. Before these two, before Dylan Vinu's movie that we don't know anything about, before we have um, the most recent Lord of the Rings, we had the animation things. Those things did terribly. And people, like, the, the audiences heard about it. Like, the audiences reflected that. And, like, that's why people were in jeopardy of this, thinking that it was going to be a bomb in a live-action sense. So that's what I'm getting at. Okay. Obviously, we were, what, five years old when the first trailer dropped? I don't know. Probably. I was yeah. probably six. I was old. I'm like, yeah. I'm late older than you guys. Yeah. Just because the other shit bombed doesn't mean expectations for the new properties aren't insanely like, like Dune, the new Dune coming out is an we insane We don't know anything risk. about it. No, here's what I, I'm not. I'm not fucking arguing about against that. What I'm saying is that it is an, is that the expectations for that movie across the board are so fucking high. Then it's doomed to fail. I promise you it's not. Everything... I, homie, if you build something up like this, and it comes out like this, it collapses on itself. The expectations on something like Dune coming out are similar to what was happening, are similar to the expectations for this trilogy. Then what, because... what wait, what, then what does it infer? Like, what, if, it, if this Dune is successful, what happens? Let's think probably a huge franchise because there's what six four five six dune books i don't know man i don't read the books i've read the first dune book i haven't read the sequels yet but like i said that's what i'm getting at it's like the source material is so beloved that when an adaptation isn't is announced the expect like the people who love that source material are going to be on board but they are going to have such high expectations and meeting those expectations is such a fucking challenge and it very rarely and, ever happens we just talked about yes, earlier mm-hmm. with the scourge mm-hmm. or the scars or yes. whatever like like with harry potter a lot of people were upset with harry potter and well because jk rowling's a piece of shit but i, yeah, well, yeah, I mean, pineapple even... pineapple pineapple <laughs> no no pineapples you do not no. control it it is my weapon Brief pineapple side discourse. J.K. Rowling fucking sucks. But either way, pineapple <laughs> going back. Um, that's what I. That's what I'm getting. At. I'm saying like the expectations are so high because the source material is so beloved that Dune is the closest thing I consider. I can. Yeah. Lump close. Maybe to I can understand that now. So okay, I'm gonna that, bring up. I'm gonna bring up the Chronicles of Narnia. Oh no, that's were. a good comparison. That's a good comparison because yeah. Ross, is, and, I were, Ross yeah. and I were just bitching about these mm-hmm. two highly grossing movies, and now we get the Chronicles of Narnia, the books Which, that came the out first and one, failed. The first one made, did pretty well at the box office. Did I think. I think it did really good. It did really well, and the second one matched it, but the third one, went, yeah, the third, yeah, the first, I really liked the first one as a kid. I haven't seen it in seven, eight years, probably. Doesn't I enjoyed the second one more. It's uh, yeah, the first one doesn't hold up. It's it it's nostalgic at this point. That would be the only reason I enjoy it. The battle but, scene in that music is fantastic, but that's about it. Oh, the battle! Though no, I the yes, battle I scene was one hundred percent agree. Um, okay, so this movie won Best Picture. Yes. So we are kind of a little bit back into our normal groove of things here. <laughs> I don't want to. <laughs> I was gonna say um, I was gonna bring up what, what do you think about this film made it win Best Picture over the other two in their respective years. It was a finale. Um, it was, yeah, I th- it was yes, this big thing that finale. got a giant bow on top, and then it was just like, well, and we might as well do it. It was. I think the reason it ended up winning was because, I mean, it is the end of such, not just something that was beloved both critically and commercially, because like, they made a fuck ton, of movie, fuck ton of money at the box office, and critics loved the movies. But they are just such a technical achievement. Like, the amount of detail in every fucking frame of all three movies is incredible. And I think, I mean, I'm, I'm on board with Fellowship should have won Best Picture over Goddamn A Beautiful Mind. <laughs> right. We've been over um, this. Um, Plug. Lo- two, listen to that episode. Yeah, Two Towers is a little more debatable because Chicago is awesome. But Return of the King, man. I mean, watching this, I'm like, they couldn't have fucking... I, there are some movies from 2001 that I absolutely... Or 2003 that I absolutely adore. They're some of my all-time favorite movies, which we'll get into when we do year in film here in a minute. 
but watching when you watch Return of the King, you're like, this is something that really never happened before this trilogy, and it's probably something we're never going to see again. It is a great achievement for yeah. sure. So this is a combination of well, now it's not the competition in the individual years. It's just this is the finale, and yes. We want to and it also, you. if you look at like again, I'll do the finances because I'm that guy now. Um, it did almost twelve times its bu- its budget. Oh yeah, so, it, it, it made it was number three it made a billion all time. Dollars. For a while, it was number three all time at the box office. And then Deathly Hollows came in and went, "Nope, you're fourth <laughs> now." Well, I mean, before even before Deathly Hollows, it had fallen down a few spots. Yeah, I know, but Deathly Hollows gave it a kick, and I'm like, "Fuck you." <laughs> so before we dive into our year in film um, I think I already know the fucking answer to this but 10 out of 10 what's your rate it it's a 10 10 for me 11.7 you son of a bitch <laughs> you guys can't you guys it. you gave me an it. inch I'm taking the mile you've taken As more you, than a mile yep. at this point you asshole <laughs> fuck you I do what I want um, so do you guys want to hear about the uh, year in film for 2003? Sure, just give me what you got. Right. Lay it on um, us. So obviously Return of the King won Best Picture, which was one of its 11 Oscar nominations, and coincidentally also one of its 11 Oscar wins, which ties it for most Oscar wins in the history of the um, Oscars with Titanic and Ben-Hur. Mm-hmm. Dude, La La Land! No, it wins, bloomed. not nominations. Oh, oh wins. Wins, not Hi. nominations. I'll shut up. Because La La Land had 17 nominations, which was crazy. But yeah. it only won like four, I think. Um, fuck. Damn it, did I lose my place? Yes, oh, he did. Moha. So, here we go. Lord of the Rings at the Oscars. It won. It is the only. It is the largest clean sweep of any film ever. Damn. It, it was nominated for 11. It won 11. So, here we go. Best Picture, Peter Jackson got Best Director. It won Best Adapted Screenplay, Best Original Score, Best Original Song, Best Visual Effects, Best Art Direction, Best Costume Design, Best Makeup, Best Sound Mixing, and Best Film Editing. I mean, it deserves all of it. We already agree. Like, we can't go back. It's been 18 years, dude. We can't do shit. Oh my god, this movie's 18 years. This this movie can vote. (laughs) So can the other two movies. Yeah. It can drink in Europe, or anywhere besides the United States. U.S., yeah. yeah. Um, which is, I mean, that's just an astounding achievement to win that many and not lose a single one. Yeah. 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 So uh, as a whole, the trilogy received 30 nominations, and it came home, and it won 17 out of the 30. Hey, man, that's 50%. I'll take it. That's higher that's than 50. Over, yeah. I'll take it. That's insane. Um, so the other nominees this year, of which I have only seen one, unfortunately, there's a couple on here that I've been meaning to watch. Um, the one that I've seen is Master and Commander: Far Side of the World. Yeah, which is yep. Fuck, it's fucking awesome. It's I great. Love it. Very it's good. A fantastic movie. Um, and then the three that I have not seen are Sea Biscuit, Lost I've in seen Translation, it. seen it, and Mystic River. You haven't seen Lost in Translation? No, I still haven't seen that one yet. Yeah. I end the call now. Very Goodbye. good. <laughs> <laughs> Again, it's like. Lost in Translation all, all, like occupies the same space that Call Me By Your Name does. It's in my watch list. I know it's probably good. I need to watch it. I understand I need to watch it. But whenever I get free time yeah. to watch a movie, I'm like, oh, wait, no, there's that over there that I want to watch, too. Here's yeah. the thing about Call yeah, yeah. Me By Your Name. One of the actors is in uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We don't know yet. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, call me. Any Army Hammer movie is a little weird to watch now. He's named Army because he likes to eat arms. Yeah. Um. So box office. Here we go. Top five at the box office. Return of the King. Number one. Duh. Number two. We have Finding Nemo. Not surprising. Number three. We have The Matrix Reloaded. Not okay. also surpri- Not really surprising at all. Number four. We have Pirates of the Caribbean: The Curse of the Black Pearl. Best wow. movie. Woo! I love that movie so much. And it's a perfect f- movie. It's honestly one of the best movies ever it's made. It's so much fun. It's, yes. We need more swashbuckling fun adventures I like agree. that. I watched Zorro last night. Oh my Dude, god. Dude, Zorro is so much fun. It's so Pineapple. good. It, well, okay. It's still movie talk. It's fine. Zorro's um, so good. I, Zorro's I'm going to stand by that one. Oh, Zorro. Um, well, okay, if we're going off of that, yeah, Zorro's fucking fantastic. The sequel doesn't exist. Pineapple! <laughs> <laughs> doesn't feel too good, does it, Dylan? <laughs> 
Um, so the fifth place, I want to see if you can guess what number five at the box office was this year. Oh, okay. Um, 2003. 2003. No, that movie came out probably in 2005. What movie? I was thinking Dodgeball. No, not Dodgeball. Or that would be give funny. Me a hint. Can you give me it's a hint? Not, it's not Azkaban, right? No, it's not Azkaban. A hint? Give me a hint, yeah. It has Morgan Freeman in it. Bruce Almighty? Ding, 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 <laughs> nice. motherfucker. You got it. Good. Bruce Almighty. Um, so those were the box office top five. And then, oh, God, I just have to go through this. The other releases I've got on here because it is a list, man. Oh, dude. Um, School of Rock. Great okay. movie. X2. Oh shit! Really? Yeah, X2, Damn, the best man. X-Men. Well, the best X-Men movie was is not X2. While. No, I mean it's the best of that original trilogy, at least. Yeah, but that's a bar. Yeah, to continue. I mean, they have X3, so you know the bar's not that high. Um, too fast, too furious. <laughs> <laughs> um, Elf. Hey. Um, Park Chan Wook's Old Boy. Oh shit. Oh. Yeah. Oh, right. Really? That movie came out in 2003? Yeah. Oh, oh, boy. Yeah. Oh, my God. Wow. I love that movie. All right. And then there's the big three from this year. Um, we have Tarantino's best movie, Kill Bill Volume 1. Mm-hmm. Um, I was really... I was I was curious about how your reaction to me... What your reaction to me calling that Tarantino's best movie would be. So I was... I'm glad me? you were calm about it. I don't really have an opinion. It's it's good. It's, it's great. Fine, yeah. It's it's a really great movie. What I, I just... Like, anything after, it's kind of meh, hit or, very hit or miss for me. We have um, what up until Parasite came out. What was Bong Joon Ho's best movie? Uh, Memories of Murder. I haven't seen that. Have, oh, I haven't dude, seen it either. I haven't I'm seen crazy. it. Yeah, I think it's on Hulu. It is incredible. Good enough. Like, so fucking good. good enough. And the last one on the list. Oh no, oh, he's boy. evil. Tommy Wiseau's The Room. Oh my god, oh, The Room, baby. <laughs> I didn't realize that was 03. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's fine. So, um, now that I've kind of, we've gone, right, let's see, I've listed, let's see, five, six, seven, Many. approximately 12, 15 movies from 2003. Should Return of the King have won? Yep. Of course. Yeah. I, I, oh, I, yeah. I don't think this is really... like This is a no-brainer year. Although there yeah. are some good, good shouts, but yeah. none come close. Yeah, like Memories of Murder, Old Boy, Kill Bill, Master and Commander, Pirates. They're all One. great movies, man. It's Fucking, great across yeah, the board. Great movies, like, but good year. Return of the King, man, though. Oh, it's fantastic. So eleven point seven. <sighs> this is your fault, Caleb. This is your fault. I sincerely apologize, Ross. You no, you don't. You wanted this, Caleb. You know you no. wanted this. You wanted this, Dylan. You wanted angry, crazy, psychotic Dylan, and you know it. You know it. what? The point we get fives that every were week, fine. Dylan. It doesn't matter if you I have didn't think random. No, I restrain myself because I'm... I want to be a good boy, and then do I said, fuck it. What? Do you? What? No, oh. never. Yeah, because uh-huh, I just that's love more it. like it. Yeah. Um, want to be a good boy. I, I, I'm thinking about doing something else since we're going on back to, like, the format, the quote-unquote format, because I just want to do something stupid. <laughs> Do it. Bring it on. Bring that energy next week. All yes. Right? Bring that. Bring that energy next <laughs> hey, week. As hey, long as you, you watch how... the fucking movie, no. just watch the movie no, and then there, do what the fuck you want. I don't care. Evil plan. There's something evil planned here. This um, is where I have fun. This is where I have of fun. Next week. Speaking of, is it time to spin the wheel of watching? Get the magic rocks. The wheel of watching, brought to you by White Claw and ass. No. And ass. All right, I got ass, my dice yes. ready. Claw, no. Roll your right, magic dude. rocks, goddammit. Who has the list up? Caleb has the lifts. 33. I don't want to go that far back. The oh. Apartment, 1960. Oh, I've heard, I've heard I don't want to go that far back. I'm sorry, no. but it's 1960. It's the journey you've embarked on with your best friend. No. Yeah. Isn't that just Brokeback Mountain? No. It's the Binge no. Picture Podcast. No, no, wait, the bet, no, you just, wait, you said the apartment, and then you said, like, the best move, like, with your friend, or whatever the fuck. No, I, you said you didn't want to go this far back, and I said, sorry, you're committed, this is the journey we've embarked on together as a trio. You're lying no, about, no. Tying it back to one of the best picture nominees from this year, I think something that somebody said got lost in translation. 
Anyway, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go. Uh, yeah, okay. This, you've <laughs> yeah, been we should all go. Um, listen to Cut. Um, Ross yeah, will put listen. it in the description, please. Yes, listen to Dylan's other podcast that he cheats on us with. Completely useless. No, talking. I started it first. <laughs> I started mine first. Fuck you. I win. <laughs> Um, listen to completely useless talking on Spotify. Um, hey, we're only a couple of likes away from uh, reaching those sixty likes on Facebook on the Binge Picture Podcast yeah. page. So s- spread the page. Wait, to does your that mean friends. Paddington wins? Yeah. That before how, how, how many, how many likes are we away from that? We're like, f- let me pull it up real quick. We're like four I, away. Okay, yeah. time to make some fake accounts. <laughs> no, 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 no. We don't want bots. Inflating our footprint. No, no, it's not bots. So we have 56 likes and we have 58 Ooh. follows. Yeah, what the fuck's up with that, guys? If you're listening to this and you follow our page, but you don't like Caleb, it... Caleb, we already know the people who like and follow this page don't listen to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, we don't know that for sure. But somebody follows our page without liking it. I think that yeah. is suspect. And so this, I is would, a, uh, this, is, this is a call-out moment. What the fuck, yeah, guys? It. What's going on? Um, we gotta have so, so yeah, like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at Binge Picture where um, you can interact with our really shitty meme content. (laughs) (laughs) At least you know what it is. Yep. Um, We are also on Instagram at Binge Picture, and you can send us an email at bingepicturepod at gmail.com. Oh, Jesus, I just burped and talked at the same time. What the fuck? Brought to you by White Claw. Brought to you by White Claw. I'm going to (laughs) quit because of White Claw. I'm going to quit. And this is my final resignation. We require two weeks' notice at this establishment. I apologize. Fuck you. Actually, Dylan, I actually was meaning to talk to you about that. We've actually got your replacement waiting in the wings. Yeah, best of luck trying to find someone who will talk about the most boring movies on the face of this planet. (laughs) (laughs) Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. (laughs)